Hey, welcome in episode uh, show number 54 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Scott, your host of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, brought to you in part by Elegant Time Travel. They're going to take you to the Hall of Fame next year in June of 2023. We'll talk about more about Elegant uh, Time Travel. Also, I want to mention LikeYouFollowHits.com, great internet radio uh, where it's all good. That is LikeYouFollowHits.com, great internet radio where it's all good. They have um, Rock Saturdays, um, of course, Hits 2000s, Mondays and Friday evenings, recognizable hits during the daytime, during typically banker's hours like 8 a.m. to uh, 5 p.m. Recognizable hits at LakeUfallahits.com. Great internet radio where it's absolutely all good. And again, they have uh, late at night um, deep tracks, album cuts, unique songs late at night at LakeUfallahits.com. We are going to talk about elegant time travel. If you have ever thought about going to visit the Pro Football Hall of Fame, this is your op- opportunity. As you know, Tony Baselli was just inducted this year and was just inducted this year in 2022 into the Pro Football Hall of Fame up in Canton, Ohio. Fred Taylor may be next in the next uh, year or two. And then perhaps, you know, perhaps uh, Jimmy Smith after that as well. Talking about uh, elegant time travel and before we talk, kind of review some uh, Jaguar stuff. I want to tell you that Elegant Time Travel is putting together the Hall of Fame uh, trip for you. So it is an opportunity uh, for you to go to the Hall of Fame and enjoy, I mean, enjoy a tremendous uh, trip uh, to the Hall of Fame. That's right. Uh, Check this out. Elegant Time Travel and Dark Diamond Entertainment presents Going to the Hall, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, on June the 8th through June the 12th of 2023. Hey, sports fans, uh, come along uh, with us to a sacred area for sports fans, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Book your trip by contacting D.D. McDermott by phone at 904-442-3810. That phone number to call D.D. McDermott is 904 904- 442-3810 or email dd mcdermott and i've been emailing him lately because i've been kind of i've not been able to make phone calls from my current location so you can you can email dd mcdermott like i do email dd mcdermott at dawn d-a-w-n m-c-d-e-r-m-o-t-t 32218 at yahoo.com that's uh, don mcdermott 32218 at yahoo.com. And they look forward to seeing you uh, next year on this Hall of Fame trip. But hey, call for the details now. Call for the details now. If you have any questions about going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame on this outstanding trip in just, uh, just a few months from now, please contact DD McDermott at 904 442 3810. That is 904 442 3810 for the trip that Elegant Time Travel is uh, putting on. So you get a chance to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, courtesy of Elegant Time Travel. Give them a call.
Hey, good to have you uh, tuned in to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. My name is Scott. I'm your host for the Teal Shirt Report podcast episode show number 54. And we appreciate you tuning in. Tuning in. I'm a little bit under the weather today, so please uh, bear with me. I will tell you the Jaguars in their 29-21 loss to uh, Philadelphia back on Sunday, October the 2nd. You know, looking back at the game, there was um, – about four keys to the game I saw, um, you know, the quarterback for Philadelphia who can run, he can throw, he played at Alabama about the same time Tua played there. Uh, Tua is is another guy at Miami that, man, he could be near the end with uh, concussion injuries. He had some foot injuries at Alabama. But, um, I mean, the stats were, you know, the stats were interesting from the Jaguars-Eagles game. But, again, getting back to – um, you know, getting back to, you know, what we want to talk about, the Jaguars and the Eagles game. And, of course, the Jaguars got the Texans uh, coming up this Sunday, in fact, right? Jaguars got the uh, Texans coming up this Sunday. We'll be taking a look at the line on that game. Um, I think, impressively enough, um, seems like the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback did not have that great a game, but he did enough to win. Um especially especially when you consider that Jalen Hurts ran for that touchdown on that touchdown run he had. What was it about? I don't know, officially, maybe it was seven, eight, nine yards, something like that. But he ran in for the touchdown, got into the end zone, and that was a key play in the game. Trevor Lawrence's inability to hang on to, the, to a wet football. Because, I mean, there was, at times, uh, as it was described by Terry Knott from our Facebook group, sometimes a monsoon up in uh, Philadelphia. So uh, Trevor had trouble hanging on to the football. I mean, he fumbled on the last drive. And the Jags just uh, didn't have enough to win this game. Production by the wide receivers was another critical key. Again, I'm going to say one of the biggest plays of the game is when Jalen Hurts ran in for the touchdown. Trevor couldn't hang on to the ball. And Jalen really didn't have that much better of a game than Trevor. In fact, Trevor might have had a slightly better game with the numbers. But, you know, Jalen Hurts ran the touchdown in, didn't make the big mistakes, hung on to the football. Trevor, on the other hand, fumbled the ball away some. And also the production was down. I mean, a little, a little bit over a week ago, you know, we, we found out about game time. He was unable to go. Talking about wide receiver Zay Jones. That hurt the Jags. Uh, Zay Jones had been giving the Jags some pretty good production from the wide receiver position. So when you, you mix in the fact that Zay Jones has no catches, he's unable to go. Um, he was a scratch uh, before the game started. Um, he was unavailable to the Jaguars due to an ankle injury. The story we hear this week is there's a chance Zay Jones may be ready to go, you know, in this uh, this game coming up, um, you know, Sunday against the Texans. going to be a key game for the Jaguars, of course. So going back to the Philadelphia game, the critical thing I see was Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts running that touchdown in. Trevor Lawrence fumbling the football away at times, although it was a wet football. Did the Jags get the same footballs as the Eagles? Were the Jaguars' footballs a little bit more wet being the road team? You know, hard for me to say. 
um, speculation, speculation, right? Um, but I think the key thing with the wide receivers was two things. You know, we, we did see Christian Kirk, his production slipped a little bit in this game, only two catches. Both of his catches um, in the second half, his second catch was a nice long one. So Christian Kirk still having a good year. He's, um, let's see, Christian Kirk's actually got, um, you know, I think I posted he had 18 catches, but actually he has 20 catches. He had six in the first three games, two in the Eagles game. So he actually has 20, 20 catches out there for the Jaguars in four games. But his production did slip from the six catches he was averaging down to two catches. Then you get a goose egg from Zay Jones because he was unable to go. In this particular game, Marvin Jones stepped up a little bit. And even I think Jamal Agnew was had the most catches. I think he had like four catches in the game. So. So the Jaguars down a little bit. They need to get Zay Jones back. Um, They got some injured players, you know, on defense that, uh, you know, we've been talking about. Um, I mean, you talk about one of the big guys uh, for the Jaguars on the defense. and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up some information right now. Let's see about the defense. The Jags really need to get their run stuffer back. And who's the guy that's injured for the Jaguars? Potakasi, right? Okay. Well, let's take a look at. Um, and that's one of the big things. Um, Defensive lineman uh, Foley Fadakasi. He's had some injury issues. Let's see if he's able to go. Okay, now we were just getting the word that Foley Fadakasi's out for the Texans game, and that's 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 not a good sign. That's going to hurt the D line because he's been the he's been the, the stuffer. So the Jags are going to have to get some help in this one from Roy Robertson, Harris, Dewan Smoot. Devon Hamilton, all the guys that are able uh, to go in this game. We'll take a look at the line on this game. Fadakasi being out is probably going to affect the line some, maybe not at this very moment, but probably when people say, hey, I'm going to put some money down on the Texans, then the line may change some. But let's uh, take a look what what the line is for this game. Uh, coming up uh, this Sunday, Jaguars-Texans. Like I said, I'm a little bit under the weather right now, so thank you for being patient with me. Uh, We're brought to you by the Mad Max Mix. MadMaxMix.Weebly.com, your Wednesday night uh, internet radio Wednesday night musical quest show from um, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock Central Time, 7 to 9 o'clock Eastern Time. The Mad Max Mix is listened to in, in Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Michigan, and uh, many many surrounding areas of course so we're going to attempt to pull up the latest line on the uh, texans and the jaguars now this game is coming up on um, let's see on sunday october the 9th gonna try to find a line actually a you know current line on this game if we can okay one o'clock kickoff for the Jaguars and the Texans. Give me a moment and we'll attempt to pull the Jaguars and the Texans game out. Jaguars are 2-2 two and two on the year. The Colts won that 
the Colts won that Thursday night game in overtime. The Colts 12, the Denver Broncos 9. Man, like a Pop Warner score. Like a Pop Warner score almost. Okay, here we go. October the 9th at 1 o'clock p.m. The uh, Texans versus the Jaguars. It is a home game at TIAA Bank Field. Uh, let's see. The coverage will be on uh, CBS television. And here we go. Uh, Texans versus the Jaguars, um, October the 9th at 1 o'clock p.m. TIAA Bank Field. CBS on the coverage as far as TV. Texans versus the Jaguars. The Jaguars are a seven-point favorite. I think that'll go down a little bit now that Fadakasi's not going to be able to go uh, this week. That's going to hurt the um, defensive play play for the Jaguars. Some people got to pitch in and uh, fill in up front. Roy Robertson, Harris, uh, Dewan Smoot, um, some of the other guys up front, Devon Hamilton. And uh, but right now the Jags, uh, the game with the Jaguars and Texans um, op- opening this week at minus seven. The Jaguars actually a seven point favorite at home. A lot of those points because they are at home. Now, if you pull up, if you actually pull up the um, standings, it is getting really, really tight in the AFC uh, South Division. And we're going to pull up the standings right now. Um, in the AFC South, you got two teams. You got two teams at two and two. Another team at two, two and one. I believe. Let's pull up the standings. Miami Dolphins in the uh, just just kind of look at another division right now. AFC East. Miami Dolphins three and one. Buffalo Bills three and one. Jets two and two. They got to be happy with that. And the New England Patriots pulled it up the rear. When's the last time we said that? New England Patriots one and three. Now let's go to our division, AFC South division. Hey, officially, it looks like the Colts are actually, they've got them listed number one now. The Indianapolis Colts, 2-2-1-1. Two, two, one, one. The Jacksonville Jaguars, 2-2. Two, two. Uh, Tennessee Titans are 2-2. Two, and two. And the Houston Texans are 0-3-1. So, with the Houston Texans being at the basement, man, they, they this could be one of those games. The Jaguars, let's hope they don't look past the Houston Texans at home because this is a key game. This is a chance to go back over 500. The Jaguars currently at two and two on the season. At the present time, they are a seven-point favorite over the Houston Texans. So that's some of what we, you know, thought about last week's game and some of what we think about this game coming up this Sunday. We'll also take a look at some high school football in the state of Florida. In the state of Florida, sadly enough. Uh, Hurricane Ian, which has actually taken the life of over 100 Floridians now around the central and south Florida areas. Uh, Jacksonville, St. Augustine got a lot of rain in some areas. But, uh, you know, the real the real effect from Hurricane Ian was, was around the Fort Myers, uh, Florida area and surrounding areas around Fort Myers, Florida. And there was some serious damage. And again, there were like over 100 lives lost as of now. So it's over 100, the death count from Hurricane Ian. You know, when the hurricane first hit, you had over, I believe, over 2 million customers without power in the uh, central and south Florida areas. So Hurricane Ian, glad to be through it, but some aftermath, you know, has been left. And the reason why, one of the reasons, one of the other reasons why I brought up Hurricane Ian 
is a lot of the high school football games got either canceled or postponed. Uh, we have uh, gotten some scores in. There was actually um, there was actually a game played last night on Thursday night. So we'll we'll take a look at um, we'll take a look at some of the scores. Uh, there were some Monday and Tuesday games, some Monday and Tuesday makeup games in high school football that we'll kind of run down. Um, again, the NFL Thursday night game which was uh, last night, October the 6th, as we record this podcast on Friday, October the 7th, NFL Thursday night football, the Indianapolis Colts 12. Again, the Indianapolis Colts 12, the Denver Broncos 9, a final and overtime ugly game. But it this victory for the Colts in overtime really tightens up. The AFC South race really tightens up now. And let's see, we had some comments from the Facebook group. Uh, let's see, Raleigh Sayward says, make Sunday's game all the more important with the uh, Texans at the Jaguars. Uh, Robert Irwin told Raleigh Sayward, yeah, it does. And we got the Colts uh, the week after. And they were already preparing for us, and we embarrassed them for a third time in a row. So, yeah, the Colts are uh, – I mean, the Colts want to beat the Jaguars. They will be up for that game. There's no doubt. It's about time the Colts got up for the Jaguars, right? Um, Raleigh Sauer told uh, Robert Irwin in our Facebook group, I'll take a win just like the Colts had over Denver, though it was 12-6. to Loved Matt Ryan's comments after the game, talking about ugly wins being needed in a successful year as far as a long campaign. Robert Irwin told Raleigh Sauer, true. Uh, Terry Knott, always enjoy uh, checking out Terry's comments, whether it's about the Florida Gators or the Jaguars. Terry Knott said the Colts and Broncos are last year's Jags. Um, so, that could be. Uh, I mean, there's some, a couple of teams with veteran quarterbacks, but they're not really getting it done offensively. Trevor Lawrence had a birthday. I think he turned 23 just a couple of days ago. Happy belated birthday wishes to Trevor Lawrence. I believe he did turn uh, 23. Had a guy, a Chicago Bears fan, said he, he tried to call Trevor Lawrence Mr. Fumble. Trevor Lawrence did have a hard time hanging on to the football, no doubt about that. I was also very saddened to hear that my good friend, affectionately known as the Jimmy Buffett of Facebook, Larry Cole, also, a.k.a. also known as the governor of Apopka, Florida, passed away. Sad, So sad to hear that. Larry Cole was in his 70s. Great Florida football fan, and I know he's on that orange and blue cloud up there in the sky with my dad. Getting ready to watch the game against Missouri. You got the best seats in the house, Larry Cole, up in heaven now. So Larry Cole on his way to heaven now. We will miss him. Big Florida Gator fan and heading to that orange and blue cloud in the sky. We will miss you, Larry, and see you in heaven someday. Best I could tell, uh, best I could tell, and I've got the complete obituary. I'll have to do some adding on Larry's age, but best I could tell, I believe Larry was in his 70s. So sad to see him go. And I told Larry in the Facebook uh, post, say hello to my dad up in, up in heaven as well. So that's some of what's going on. Uh, we got some high school scores coming up in a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. 
Hey, episode show number 54 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, and we appreciate you tuning in. And we're going to talk about one of our new sponsors out here, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And we've been talking about elegant time travel and dark diamond entertainment, presenting going to the Hall of Fame, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio, on June the 8th through June the 12th of 2023. Hey, sports fans, come along with us to a sacred area for sports fans, the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Uh, book your trip by contacting D.D. McDermott by phone at 904-442-3810. Pick up the phone and ask him about the trip. Uh, ask him some simple questions. I believe it's like four days, three nights, free breakfast. Uh, call D.D. McDermott at 904-442-3810. And that is, of course, for elegant uh, time travel. Book your trip by contacting D.D. McDermott by phone at 904-442-3810 or email D.D. McDermott at McDermott 32218 at yahoo.com. That's D-A-W-N, McDermott32218 at yahoo.com. Look forward to seeing you. At the uh, at the trip, the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, next June. It's just um, just actually a few months away. So we're going to take a look at uh, some high school football coming up. We told you a little bit earlier that there were some uh, makeup games on Monday and Tuesday from Hurricane Ian. Uh, we got these scores from uh, John Gaylor, our BigJReport.com uh, contributor. Let's take a look at some of the scores, uh, some makeup games. Let's see, there were some makeup games on Tuesday, October the 4th. More Hurricane Ian makeup high school football games on Tuesday, October the 4th. Uh, Andrew Jackson, 21, rebound six, the final. Uh, Sandalwood in a high scoring game beat Nice, uh, 51 to 31, a final. Tacoa Creek, uh, the, one of the, uh, the new St. John's uh, County High Schools, one of the new St. John's new schools, Tacoa Creek. 21, but they lost to Palatka. Palatka 26, Tacoa Creek 21. Uh, special thanks to our Big J Report uh, contributor. Big J Report uh, uh, thanks our contributor, John Gaylor, for reporting these uh, Hurricane Ian scores of uh, makeup games that were moved to Monday and Tuesday uh, because of Hurricane Ian. There were also some games played on Monday night, October the 3rd, earlier this week. Uh, these games played on Monday night, October the 3rd. These are makeup games after Hurricane Ian. Uh, the Bulls, Bulldogs, 45, Episcopal Eagles, 7, a final in Jacksonville. Terry Parker, 12, Fletcher, 28. So Fletcher wins the game. Uh, Fletcher, 28, Terry Parker, 12, the final score. Middleburg, 44, uh, Ridgeview, 6, a final. Uh, Baker County, no trouble at all with West Nassau. Baker County, 42. West Nassau, nothing. Bishop Kenny, 31. Wolfson, nothing. And uh, First Coast, uh, 36. First Coast, 36. And Inglewood, 6, the final score. Uh, Flagler, Palm Coast, 20. And the Ponte Vedra Sharks, 17. That's right. Those are some of the games that were played on Monday night, October the 3rd. So those are some of the makeup games from um, Friday that were that ended up being played actually on uh, Monday and Tuesday. We also have a Thursday score to report as well. 
Yeah, I do have a Thursday score to report to you. And, man, let me tell you what, it must have been one heck of a game. Thursday, a high school football game reported to us by John Gaylor, who's a moderator in our BigJReport.com Facebook group. He's also a contributor, you know, here for our Teal Shirt Report podcast. And, of course, um, uh, BigJReport.com website as well. Thursday, high school football game was a thriller last night. We're recording this podcast on Friday morning, or Friday, I should say, kind of throughout Friday. The Thursday night high school football game was a thriller, according to our contributor, uh, John Gaylor. Thursday night high school football game last night was a thriller. Creekside went to Oak Leaf and outlasted the Oak Leaf Knights. Listen to this, 49 to 48. Uh, that was a Thursday night high school football game last night. It was a thriller. Uh, Creekside, Creekside 49, Oak Leaf 48. What a game on uh, Thursday night, um, October the 6th. And we appreciate that report from John Gaylor. Alex Nunry, our BigJReport.com sports reporter, will be covering, uh, I believe he's covering the Fleming Island game on uh, Friday night. So in our next podcast, we should get some reports uh, from Alex Nunry as well. So John Gaylor, we appreciate your reports. Uh, Alex Nunry, we certainly appreciate your reports as well. I want to say hello to Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider. We got Florida Gator insiders with Alex Nunry, myself, Lucas Mann, Alabama, uh, covered by uh, JC, our executive um, our executive podcast producer, our executive producer of our podcast, the Teal Shirt Report podcast. So we got the SEC covered. If you want to hear the SEC power rankings, go back to our last podcast, episode 53. Please give it a listen. We've got the complete BigJReport.com SEC power rankings back in our episode show number 53 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. This is our third year of the Teal Shirt Report podcast, our third year. And, of course, this is episode show number 54 for the Teal Shirt Report podcast here in the year uh, 2022. Going to take a look at some uh, North Florida entertainment coming up. As most of you know, more high school football will be in action now that Hurricane Ian is gone. Weather should be more tranquil. I looked at the weather report. Clear skies at night, sunshine during the day. High temperatures around 86, so relatively warm uh, here in October in the afternoons. Highs around 85 or 86. Lows at night around 59, 60, 61, late at night and early in the morning in and around uh, the North Florida area. So we will take a look now at North Florida Entertainment. Uh, Let's take a look at some North Florida entertainment, some concerts uh, coming up in and around the area. Don't forget, you can go to the Neighbors 2 section. Check out the photos from Bonnaroo, big concert that took place um, this past summer. Uh, JC did the reports, did an article in the Neighbors 2 section. He's got pictures of some of the the artists at Bonnaroo and Neighbors 1. And neighbors too, man. They had one hundred. Was it was it one near nearly um, one hundred bands? About six different stages and four different days. That was back during the summertime, and uh, you you can read about it. You certainly can can read about it in the neighbors two section. Let's take a look at um, 
some concert information that we do have. We do need to update the concert information. We've updated it. Some Psychic Deli uh, local North Florida band will be at Cheers on Friday night, October the 14th of 2022 from 4 o'clock p.m. until 8 o'clock p.m. That's at Cheers Craft Beer and Wine at the Herschel and St. John's Triangle. I love the way... uh, I love the way that uh, uh, Chris Parker has described that with the, with the band Psychic Deli. This is where I met these guys back last April, middle of um, April. We're still working on an article about this group. You have an opportunity to go see them play. This is really an intimate atmosphere, too, because it's actually right out there in the parking lot. Psychic Deli, local North Florida band, will be at Cheers on uh, Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon and Friday evening, October the 14th of 2022 from 4 o'clock p.m. until 8 o'clock p.m. That's at Cheers Craft Beer and Wine at the Herschel and St. John's Triangle in the Riverside area of Jacksonville, Florida. Also, the Mad Max Mix Internet uh, radio show, uh, Wednesday night musical request show from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time and 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time can be accessed at www.madmaxmix.weebly.com. And let's see, this one is kind of by the boards now. Um, Ringo Starr got some of his shows in. Ringo Starr and his all-star band played at the St. Augustine Amphitheater. Also, Greta Van Fleet uh, coming to Jacksonville, Florida in October. On October the 21st of 2022. By the way, the Ringo uh, Star Show and his all-star band was held back on September the 15th at the St. Augustine Amphitheater. But some shows we got coming up. Also, Greta Van Fleet. Um, also, Greta Van Fleet coming to Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. In October, on October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. Tickets on sale now for Greta Van Fleet. If, if there's any tickets available to box office, get them, or you can buy the tickets online if they're out of tickets at the box office. Greta Van Fleet showtime and date will be on Friday, October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m. at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, also, Jacksonville, Florida Band 38 Special will be playing at the Florida Theater here in Jacksonville, Florida, on that same night in October, on October the 21st of 2022 at 8 o'clock p.m., with an opening act at 8 o'clock, and then 38 Special will take the stage at 9.30 p.m. on Friday night, October the 21st of 2022 at the Florida Theater. I want to thank all of our sponsors, Elegant Time Travel, LakeUfallahits.com, great internet radio where it's all good, and the Mad Max Mix that we believe That's going to do it for the Teal Shirt Report podcast episode show number 54. Thank you for putting up with me today because I'm a little bit under the weather. Thank you for your patience and understanding. I've been on the road, kind of on the world tour, out on the islands now. And uh, we do appreciate you you listening in. And you have been listening to the Teal Shirt Report podcast. want to thank our producers, Alex Nunnery. And also our executive producer of the Till Shirt Report podcast, uh, JC. Thank you guys for everything you do. And I am your host and humble servant. My name is Scott. We'll be back again real soon with another Teal Shirt Report podcast. Whether you tune in, in uh, whether it's a few minutes 
for a few hours. We'll be here. Got a new show coming up soon. Check out, you know, check out the SEC uh, Power Rankings in episode show number 53. Some of the latest high school football scores from makeup games from Hurricane Ian on this episode and episode show number 54. Episode show number 55 coming up. We'll have some reports from Alex Nunnery, I believe, and some high school football scores from the regular Friday night of high school football action across North Florida, South Georgia, Central Florida, and a pocket of South, Southeast Alabama as well. I want to say hello to the uh, the coffee club in uh, South, Southeast Alabama. You guys, thank you for listening in. Thank you to uh, John Gaylor. Uh, I want to thank Alex Nunnery. I want to thank all you guys that uh, uh, contribute uh, in our Facebook group to Ray Jenny. Um, man, so many folks to talk about. Uh, uh, David Martin, big Atlanta Braves fan. I know he was happy that, and I was too. I've been a big Braves fan for years. The Atlanta Braves won the National League Eastern Division with 101 wins. They win the NL East title, I believe, by one game over the New York Mets. Playoffs now just around the corner in Major League Baseball. We'll be back. We'll talk about, you know, we'll talk about more baseball. Uh, Jaguars football, of course. Jaguars got that game at home this Sunday, kickoff at 1 o'clock, as the Jaguars are a, actually a seven-point favorite at this moment over the Houston Texans. Man, the Jaguars need to get that third win of the year. They really do. The Jaguars uh, currently 2-2. Two and two on the 2020-22 season, the 2022, the 2022 season. That's tough for me to say. Again, a special thank you to our producers, Alex Nunnery, our executive producer, uh, JC, and everybody else that helps us, Mad Max, our Georgia Bulldog football insider, Alex Nunnery, our Florida Gator football insider, along with Lucas Mann and myself. We cover Gator football. Mad Max covers the Bulldogs. We get a lot of insight from him. The Jaguars have a couple of players that actually plays significantly in Trayvon Walker and, of course, uh, Tyson Campbell, the uh, defensive back for the Jaguars as well. We'll be back again real soon. Again, this has been episode show number 54 of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. Again, a special thank you to our producers, Alex Nunnery, and, of course, our executive producer, JC, of the Teal Shirt Report podcast. I'm your host, Scott. I'm out. Talk to you real soon in a few minutes or a few hours or whenever you can tune in. We're always here 24-7 at the Teal Shirt Report podcast. And the best place to listen to the Teal Shirt Report podcast, go to our website. That's the best place to find us at BigJReport.com. That is BigJReport.com. And again, hey, thank you for listening.